Hello everybody and welcome to the Portsmouth Running Podcast, episode number 19. Uh, as always, I'm your solo host, Daniel Del Piccolo. And if this is your first time tuning in and listening to the podcast, just like to extend you a very warm welcome and hope you enjoy the episode. So how has everybody been over this past uh, week or week and a half, two weeks? Uh, we've had some uh, pretty up and down weather with some, some windy days, uh, but this past four days has been absolutely glorious at the moment. It's been blue, blue skies, really, really warm weather, fantastic to be uh, outdoors and Again, browsing through my Strava feed, it's been great seeing all the miles that everybody's putting in towards their various challenges. Uh, I thought I'd start with uh, quite a, I guess it's a funny story now, but um, my an update uh, for my own running uh, was that this week I was meant to be starting the Centurion running uh, virtual race, which is uh, run by Centurion. It's called, uh, I think it's they're calling themselves uh, the One Centurion One Community. Uh, and yeah, I had entered their virtual event, which is to run 100 miles in the week, which for me would be, uh, you know, I'd do a couple of those before a 100 mile race anyway, to, to just to get in shape for that distance. Uh, but I was looking forward to it because it was um, a really good way to kind of focus the mind a bit and set myself a bit of a challenge for the week. And then uh, about a week and a half ago, um, Saturday morning, I decided to wake up uh, early at about six o'clock. My alarm went off. And for some reason, I had left all my clothes, my watch, my shoes, uh, and my phone bundled at the top of the stairs, uh, which meant that I would have to carry it all the way down the stairs. Now, for those of you that live uh, in, in a double story, in a two-story two house, you'll know that the stairs are really, really small um, over here in the UK, most of the staircases, that is, and carpets get a bit slippery over time. Now, I've always been pretty confident, uh, you know, stepping upstairs and stuff. I've never really taken any any horrendous falls, but... I carried all my stuff down the stairs and about halfway my foot just slipped beneath me and unfortunately took a took a huge um, fly down the stairs and kind of hit the bottom step with my lower back uh, and immediately knew that uh, what I'd just done was was pretty bad. Um, the pain was, uh, was very immense, um, something I don't want to experience ever again and I immediately broke into a kind of full body sweat which has never happened before which was uh, kind of freaked me out a bit and I thought to myself then and there that yeah I've pretty done something pretty serious to my back uh, but the good news was I managed to kind of crawl walk to the sofa um, I'd woken my, my wife up I'd woken the kids up and I'd even woken the next door neighbors up uh, from from the, the way I slammed on the on the bottom step uh, and I managed to just kind of sit on the sofa and recover for a while um, but was was pretty worried the first thing I thought about was um, you know damn I'm gonna I'm gonna miss my run on the South Downs way this morning that's meant to be a, meant to be a nice long 20 mile run which is silly really because I should have been a little bit more concerned about uh, about other things but there you go um, I have been out of action since and I'm only just over the past couple of days kind of starting to feel um, a lot of that sharp intense pain uh, leave the body which is great news um, for a long time I was pretty certain that I'd done some damage that I was going to have to eventually go for a scan for and I'm hoping, still hoping that that's not the case, um, but it's great that I've been, uh, you know, getting back to recovery and stuff. So um, I guess uh, just a friendly, fun kind of word of warning. Next time you're walking down the stairs and carrying stuff, just think twice about uh, how easily uh, these things can happen. Um, but it did make me think during the week as well um, that, you know, one of the things I do when I go out running uh, most most times is just take a few seconds to kind of, you know, take a breath of fresh air and be mindful of, of how much pleasure the run is giving me. 
uh, and just to kind of almost, I guess, in a, in a way, thank the universe for allowing, <laughs> it sounds a bit of a kind of tree-huggy uh, thing to say, but I, I really do kind of count my lucky stars and I'm able to get out and run because, you know, that was a short-lived, uh, well, this is a short-lived injury, hopefully, uh, relatively speaking to what a lot of people are going through when they're not able to run and we all know how much running means to a lot of us and how important it is for, for our everyday lives and, and how much joy and satisfaction it gives us and how good it is for our physical health and mental health and you know even just over that last week I've really been feeling tough I mean, I've, I've surprised myself and how well I've coped and I've been still browsing Strava and still kind of keeping up uh, planning the podcast and you know just being involved in uh, in general running conversations and stuff so that's been good as well but yeah certainly woke me up I'm definitely going to be a lot more careful in the future and I'm hoping uh, that uh, this these next couple of days or so I'm going to I'll be able to go out and just test a very very slow run just to make sure that the back doesn't uh, doesn't tweak again but yeah there you go there's my story um yeah it's been the longest time i've had off of running so it's been a very interesting week and actually like i said earlier i've, t- I've taken it in my stride and actually kind of smiling about it now in a way um it is funny looking back now but yeah very scary experience and, and hopefully it doesn't happen again so before i move on to this week's uh interview I'd like to just uh, put a couple of notices out there and one is from Rural Running Events who got in touch with the podcast and they wanted to uh, let us know if we could just mention their event which is the Nightingale Memorial Wall and Cross Virtual Run. Uh, This event's been organised in remembrance of the NHS workers and key workers who have died uh, of COVID-19. Uh, and the money raised from the virtual race will go towards the building of a war memorial and cross that recognises the sacrifices made by the ambulance, fire, police and prison service and military personnel during the COVID-19 pandemic, which I think is a, a great cause during during this time, obviously. Um, on the memorial wall, uh, there plans to be uh, brass pl- plaques, uh, each bearing uh, the names, age uh, and date of demise of every NHS uh, and key worker lost to COVID-19. So. Um, If you want to find out more details about their virtual event, uh, you can go head over to their website, which is uh, ruralrunningevents.com, and you'll be able to find all the information you need there. So good luck to anybody taking part in that. It's a fantastic cause. And then lastly, before the interview, I just wanted to mention that I've had quite a few questions uh, over the last month or so um, about specifically hocker shoes. Um, obviously, being being a hocker racer, people can can kind of get in touch if they want to find out any more about about the shoes, about my own experiences using the shoes. Um, but one of the things I wanted to let everyone know was it's a really good time to try out hocker shoes because if you head over to their website, which um, if you just Google for hocker one uh, or pronounce or spelt hocker one one, um, but it's actually one one. You can uh, have a look at their 30-day challenge, which you'll find linked to from their main page. And what this is, is a chance for you to buy a pair of hocker shoes. Uh, you can use them at home for up to 30 days, which obviously gives you a lot of time to wear the shoes in, get used to them. And obviously it can take you know up, up, to a, up to a few weeks to actually get a pair of shoes to settle on the feet nicely. Um, and actually get a true feel for how the shoes fit, rather than just buying a pair and being in a rush to send them back. Um, so obviously if you get those shoes delivered to you, you keep the forms that they, that they come with and if you do need to return them at any point, you just fill out the form, make sure you tick the right box, which you'll have instructions for, which is a little box that says um, I'm returning these as part of the 30 day challenge um, and they'll give you a full refund 
and I've tried it myself and it works a treat. So yeah, so anybody who wants to try a pair of Hockers, it's a really great time to head over to their website uh, and try the 30-day challenge from Hocker, which is an absolutely superb uh, kind of program. I think it's great if people want to try the shoes and, and maybe not entirely sure if they want to fully commit before trying trying them out, uh, you know, at least for a few weeks. So head on over there and give them a try. And also thought I'd also mention that if anybody wants to find out more about uh, Coros watches, um, I've been using a Coros watch now for a year. Um, I've just recently uh, joined the Coros ambassador team as well. And if anybody like look, who's looking for a watch, specifically a watch um, that's easy to use, really, really comfortable, uh, and one of their main features is their battery life. So people perhaps running long distance races that don't want to have to worry about charging cables and stuff. Uh, I know my Coros Apex 46 millimeter is a really good option. It's, it's very good at price, probably similar to um, kind of the price range of the Garmin Forerunners, um, but the battery lasts about 35 hours. Um, so if anybody wants to see the watch or, or ask about the screens, uh, about its accuracy and stuff, um, please do get in touch with um, through the show or through myself on Strava or Facebook, Daniel Del Piccolo, and I'd be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Uh, and for the record, I get no money for doing that. So this is just purely uh, me being part um, of, of two brands, Coros and, and Hocker, as a Hocker racer and, and Coros ambassador that I really believe in and really have been using for uh, for a long time so far. So through my own experiences, always happy to share the love. And so we move on to the interview. And this week I was really pleased to have both uh, Lisa Marie Peckover and Gary Armstrong on the show. Uh, Lisa and Gary are both members of the Denmead Striders Running Club, which again was great because I haven't had a Denmead Strider on the podcast yet. So that was really cool to chat to them about the club. Uh, and about their kind of relatively recent start to running. They both started running in 2012, uh, having joined a gym uh, and obviously began their running off on uh, a treadmill inside the gym and decided to move off onto the road and then joined the club, ran the Great South Run, a very kind of similar story to a lot of runners out there. Uh, but the thing about Gary and Lisa is that they both uh, extend a lot of support uh, on the races um, in and around Portsmouth. Um, and I've seen them myself on a number of events that I've taken part in, including the Portsmouth Coastal Marathon and Ultra, where you know they just seem to kind of dot themselves around the course through the day. And uh, they always give a massive cheer, a massive clap, but they're always full of energy. Um, they're both lovely runners. I've, I've known Lisa and Gary for a few years now, just through the running scene. Uh, it was good to chat to them. It was a, it was a really fun interview. The first time we've tried a three-person chat on the show, which I was reluctant, reluctant to do at first, but it worked really well. And uh, yeah, just hope you enjoy, enjoy the interview and um, enjoy the show and chat to you soon. And as always, happy miles, everybody. Gary and Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to, to come on to Skype in what is going to be the first ever three-person chat on the Portsmouth Running Podcast. So I really appreciate you taking the time and, and joining us on the show. Welcome. You're welcome. Hello to you. Yeah, hello. How's it, Gary? How's it, Lisa? Um, I just wanted to quickly also say a special thanks because um, it's been a really busy few weeks or probably probably a busy few months for you guys because uh, I wanted to say congratulations on moving into your new home. Thank you. Yeah, yeah pretty busy. Very busy, actually. Yeah. How's, as, as, I hope, Gary, you've been doing lots of uh, heavy lifting and stuff, have you? Or have you both yeah. been doing that? <laughs> Too much, yeah. 
it's actually probably came at a good time really this lockdown things have actually enabled me to get plenty a lot done, done. Yeah, plenty done a lot done that's true that's true was it um, I, I guess like with the lockdown and stuff uh, a lot of people have been talking about um, potential you know friends and stuff who have been buying houses and stuff has it made it like particularly difficult uh, doing that at this time no luckily we completed on the 7th of march maybe yeah. so we oh, okay. got through just before it kind of all kicked off so we were lucky in that sense because yeah i've read a, a lot of horror stories mm, absolutely yeah so I, I, I don't i, I kind of don't know how it would have kind of played in but i guess if you timed it badly enough you wouldn't have been able to get like removal people or or you yeah. know well we we haven't actually got we've done it all ourselves yeah we've uh... um because we've actually only moved um about a quarter of a mile up the road <laughs> in fact right. okay obviously i've ran the distance and it is exactly 0.25 miles <laughs> Absolutely, you have to with the numbers, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's it now. Once you move, all your roots are then thrown out. (laughs) That's oh, I tell you what, I was going to ask about that because obviously you guys do loads of running, which is why you're on here and stuff. Um, you've got all your kind of roots mapped out, and you know exactly how far it is to certain places. So moving too far would be a bit of a pain for that. It would, yeah. I mean, and that's why when we were looking for somewhere, we wanted to stay where you know where we are because we like where we are for running purposes not only that we just like the area but yeah Mm. it certainly makes it better to stay where we are so i i guess to start with like you guys are obviously um you do a lot of running in portsmouth and and you're very much a part of uh, a lot of the portsmouth races that happen and stuff which is which is why i've really wanted to get you guys on the on the show um but you do live out out of town and stuff and you're you're near i guess you're near denmead because being denmead striders yeah yeah we're uh probably we can be in Denmead within while if we go through the back way, it can a be mile and a, half. a mile and a half away, yeah, yeah from Denmead. I see. I, I love the way this conversation's going because you guys know exactly in distance how far <laughs> how far things are. I know. Yeah, uh, believe me. Of course you do. It's like if you go the back way, it's a mile and a half. But if you go through the main roads, it's about two miles. <laughs> okay, brilliant. I love that. I'd I'd be exactly the same. I've got everything mapped out. I know where every tree comes in the distance and everything on the seafront. So yeah, it's uh, it's exactly the same. I, yeah, I, I guess less of you. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're, I think we're all we're all in that same same gang together. But are, are there any are there some like really good trails and routes around your house and stuff? Like like where what kind of what kind of places have you got kind of um, planned out and for your runs and stuff? Oh, it, it just amazing. It just uh, probably within half a mile, we're kind of off road trail. Then we're in the country lanes, and then you just take it from there. You're across fields, you're down trails, woods. It, you yeah, name it, it's right on our doorstep, and that's what we like. We can pick up the South Downs Way. I think within sort of four miles from here. So yeah, we can head oh. up to Butser and you know. Yeah. Around. That's well. lo- that's lovely. So Which it, I did it, the other day, and my friend hated me. <laughs> What you took your, you took a friend onto the onto the South Downs? Well, I, I took her. Um, we 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 were going up a hill. We went through Horndean and Clanfield, and we were going up this hill. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, we're at the top of Butsa." <laughs> she was Ooh. like, "Oh, I hate you." I was like, "It's all right." Yeah, she said more than hate you. She <laughs> did. She she sea bombed me. <laughs> oh, oh, crikey, that was that, yeah, that was very harsh. But I think Butsa Butsa deserves no less than that. Probably getting somebody up to the top. But I'm surprised somebody got to the top. And then realised I'm at the top because it's uh, quite a way to get there. Yeah, well, we went the roadway, so it's it's not like you knew you were going up it. You knew you were going up a really long hill, but you didn't know it was Butser until you got to the top. But again, no, okay. it's, it's a route that I took Lisa on because obviously during the lockdown you're only supposed to be with people in your own household. So she's been 
been ru- well I've been running with her like, <sighs> yes a lot over the last couple <laughs> of months and she's been absolutely hating it because I've been showing all these different routes and... oh my gosh he's been killing me with his routes they're <laughs> really? so silly so, yeah. so, so, so go on where, where where have you guys been exploring during uh, during the lockdown and stuff tell, tell me tell me tell me what kind of like new routes you've been exploring and and how how has the running kind of been going going together then um it goes along the lines of I say I want to do however many miles say the other day I said eight and then Gary goes yeah I've got a route and it ends up being 12 hilly miles rather than eight relatively slow miles so I'm like I'm just running slow today I'm taking it easy and he's like yeah 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 and then he'll run about five meters ahead of me and I just try and hang on (laughs) I get moaned at a lot and I swear and moan a lot Gary, I, I, Lisa, I, f- I feel your pain because I, I could imagine uh, what that's like. That's a, that's what I'm trying to work it out. 25% more than than what was promised on the mileage, so a fair, fair bit. <laughs> oh, always, it always is. Oh, I know this route. Oh. But in terms of the routes to explore, we went exploring over towards Haven Thicket actually one night. Uh, yeah, we did. Lockdown. That was actually quite a good run. That we both enjoyed that one. Yeah, we we took up um, a path that we'd never been before, which is quite close to where we are. Um, we'd seen someone else do it on Strava and I'm like I'm desperate to know where that goes you know you see a footpath sign and you want to know where it goes so so we took it up and we ended up in Haven't Thicket and yeah we were off-road we got a little bit lost lost. (laughs) oh wow um, and, but, and I think it was getting slightly dark at the time. It was quite late in the evening. <laughs> yeah. I was getting a bit concerned. We were like, oh, we need to get out of here. So, um, but no, that was good. But we've mainly been staying close to home. We haven't actually drove anywhere um, okay. because sometimes I like to drive down to either Hillsy or something and do, you know, like the coastline and stuff. But mm-hmm. we haven't done that. We've stuck close to home in the in the lanes and the woods and stuff. Really. Okay. That's good. Did, did you have uh, head torches on you when you went out the other night or were you, was there, no, was there going to be no lights? No, no we, weren't, we weren't expecting to be out that long. Yeah, <laughs> so, but it was fine. It was fine. I, I, I definitely, definitely blame Gary for that one. Gary, your fault. Straight away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was his fault, honestly. It, it is lucky that I always run with my phone because I could then get it out and look at, you know, our little dot on the map and see where we were. <laughs> To try and get us out of there. See, when I'm out and about, if I just see something like, yeah, go this way, it's bound to end up somewhere. And yeah, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't quite work out like that. I'll maybe Gary, Gary, you're the um, you're definitely the adventurous type then, because I'm I kind of always stick to the routes that I know, and I I'll I'll try them probably with people, but if I'm on my own, I, if I see a path, I don't take it. I, I don't know why. I've just always been such a creature of habit. But yeah, you, yeah. you like to explore then. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Well, around with you last Sunday, we come back through Roland's Castle Golf Course and, and haven't thick it. Yeah. And there was by Keydale Nurseries. There's a path that I see across there, and I was all up for going across, but she <laughs> yeah. didn't want to know in case it added mileage to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went, no, no, this way is going to be. Yeah. Let's just stick to this. You can do that on your own some other time. <laughs> mm-hmm. do, 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 I tell you what, the most the most scared one well, the most afraid i am when i'm out in the country lanes and i don't know if you guys experience this much but i'm always worried about open gates and dogs and i don't know if you come across many in, in your area oh you've yeah, had a few experiences yeah i'm always a bit nervous about that kind of thing mm. um, there's, there's a certain on the demi 10k route funnily enough there's a top of one of the hills every time you run past this dog goes crazy it the goes gate, and i'm always thinking yeah. i hope that gate shut yeah <laughs> yeah 
I think I have nightmares about gates being open and dogs dogs kind of like appearing with their, yeah. their big teethed grins and stuff. But yeah, I know we've had a couple of experiences over at work when we run at Winchester at lunchtime and there's been a, a few bites that have happened. Oh. Uh, yeah, fortunately, yeah, with, uh, yeah. Have you been bitten, Gary? I haven't, no, but I was out with um, two other people, Julian and Lee Weeks, and he we ran down for a farm. Just it was over near the sustainability centre, somewhere near there, and there was a, it was only a little Jack Russell, funnily enough, <laughs> and it was nipping away at his ankles. It actually bit him twice, I think. Oh. But obviously, um, Julian, he's he's kind of found he thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he's, he's not worried at all. He just thinks no. it's funny that someone's yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> they, they can dogs can be um, quite destructive in another way. We did a, a social run over Christmas one one year didn't we at QE Park with some people and we all took our dogs because a lot of us have got dogs it was with some other striders and um, our dog actually knocked someone flying oh yeah she's <laughs> really yeah, yeah. She sent him right over. she's just got no awareness and she just went right into him and he went flying over poor guy <laughs> what what dog do you have we have a border collie okay so it, it got some got some weight to it if it's if it's moving quickly Oh, oh she's, God, yes. She's very strong. Yeah, yeah she's, mm. she's a strong dog. I mean, oh, wow. Beautiful, though. Absolutely beautiful. What, what's, what's the dog's name? Jessie. Jessie, cool. Yeah. So we, we, may, we may hear Jessie during the interview. So if she does, she can come on and say hello if she's, uh, if she's yeah. not shy. <laughs> I don't know where she's gone now. I don't know where she's gone, which probably means she's gone on one of the beds because she's not allowed. Yeah, she's not like asked. that. They're not paying attention. I'm going to go creep on the bed. Which probably means that I've left the door open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like our cat can't, just can't train a cat but um guys just to, just to move on a set a bit um yeah. and give maybe the listeners uh, an idea of um of who you both are um, i know you're both members of uh, i'm gonna say the awesome denmead striders running club but uh perhaps lisa like maybe if we if we start with you tell us like what kind of running you've done what kind of distances you do and just just to give the listeners a little bit of an idea of you and then gary we can we can chat to you afterwards yeah yeah okay um so when i started out um you want to know just when I started at the club or from yeah it was just just uh, like I think we'll, what we'll do is we'll go into a little bit of your of your running history um after this but just okay, to kind yeah. of give give the listeners an idea of, of what kind of distances you run at the moment stuff just just a couple of sentences really okay um yeah at the moment it's anything from I, I seem to be doing five miles a lot at the moment for some reason I don't know why um mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's quick and but it's not quite short if that makes sense um yeah, yeah but like yeah so anything from five to half marathon distance is where i'm pretty comfortable um at the moment um okay done a marathon but um yeah looking <laughs> forward to chatting good. about that that's going to be yeah. good <laughs> gary how about yourself yeah i've run pretty much any distance put to me at the moment i guess whatever someone can talk me into to be yeah. honest with you, but I've never obviously done an ultra, which I'll probably say right now. I probably never will. <laughs> but yeah, at the moment, yeah, just just wait till the end of this. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, at the moment, I just generally kind of run whatever distance I feel like when I go out. To be honest, I mean, anything up to probably a half marathon at the moment. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, now, I guess your running stories, um, unlike some of the other guests I've had, started like. Uh, I was going to say, I always want to say recently, but it's still eight years ago. So it's like, that, yeah. yeah, I know. I can't believe it's crazy. Been I know. Time just goes so fast. But 20, 2012 is when is when kind of like running uh, went into your life. But just very quickly, um, can I ask, like, did you both grow up locally in the area where you are now? Or have you have you come down, traveled down or across or, or, or up from anywhere else? 
Yeah, no, I've lived, yeah, pretty much in a three-mile radius my whole life. <laughs> wow, okay. And Gary? Uh, I've lived all over the place. Originally, I'm from Lee Park area. Okay. But I actually lived down um, in Southsea for about two years. Oh, uh, when, when was that? Oh, that was... When you were oh, young. Yeah, when I was young, probably <laughs> I was about 13 or something. I used to live in um, Highland Road. Ah, oh, okay. Right, this is yeah, the top of, uh, top of our road, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it would be yeah, and uh, yeah, and then we've sort of moved up to this area where I am now from about the age of fourteen. So I've been here for God, yeah. oh, twenty years. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of those moments again. Yeah. Wow, lovely, <laughs> lovely. And 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 you you guys obviously a couple. How long have you guys been together for? I'll let you answer that one. Um, <laughs> that, oh, sorry, that's a question for Lisa, Gary. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was nearly sixteen, and yep. I'm thirty-three now. Wow, so it was quite a while then. That's brilliant. So quite a while, yeah. About eighteen years, maybe. Yeah. Something oh, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just looking back, it's just crazy. The time time does fly. It does absolutely oh, fly. But I think it's brilliant that your story kind of um, like running came into your lives at a very similar time, which which is great. So I guess that kind of makes sense why why that happened when I was reading back on on the information you sent me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're both members of as i said earlier the denmead striders running club and i have to start by by just putting a shout out to you guys and to the other denmead striders a lot of them who i don't actually know and have never met formally but you guys i have to say are the best support crew or supporters (laughs) that any running club has anywhere because obviously i've bumped into you many a times on the midnight marathon and the portsmouth coastals Uh, um, and various other events you guys are always if you're not running you guys are always there in a group and there's and i see quite a few denmead strider kind of tops when i when i when i bump into you guys and you guys are always give us such great support it's brilliant is that is that just like a denmead striders thing i don't i don't know i, I guess know, so yeah. i mean we always because we're biased obviously we always say we're the best running club but because <laughs> we're, we're everyone's just so friendly um and i think yeah everyone is really supportive at the club um and yeah like you said if they're not running they like supporting Mm. especially you know, us especially us yeah um yeah like you said the midnight marathon that's one of our favorite ones to go watch it's good isn't it it's a great race out i absolutely yeah. and love actually it. me and my friend said we were going to do it this year but i don't know if it's going to be on so you know well, actually i said i was going to do it you said you were going to well, do it too actually yeah one luckily <laughs> right fingers fingers crossed for that one because um <laughs> if it's on i'm definitely going to come and do it myself because all the races have been cancelled so it's yeah. like that would be really really good to end the summer with that'd be great yeah, it'd be amazing yeah so um just perhaps maybe again for the listeners do you want to give us a, a like a little bit of information either yourself or lisa gary uh gary or lisa uh, about <laughs> the the club itself the demi strider club and for those who don't know like what, what days do you train and, and where are the training sessions and stuff um okay uh so we train in the summer uh, the summer months we train um, in the lanes um, of Denmead, actually, um, in the country lanes, which we all love. Although there's a bit of a hill in one of the things when we do reps, but it's okay. So we train on Mondays. Um, Mondays is at half six in the evening, yep. and um, Wednesdays is seven o'clock in the evening. Um, during the summer months, you know in normal circumstances um on a friday about half five i think it is in the afternoon there's like a friday social run so it's not training it's Mm -hmm. just 
people meeting, whoever wants to meet, but, you know, usually running for an hour, an hour and a half or something, just someone will make up a route on the day, um, which is all quite nice. Um, that's all the sessions, isn't it? Uh, Saturday morning. Oh, Saturday, yeah, Saturday morning, morning, yep. Um, one of the guys um, does a, a run from Lidl in Cow Plain, really randomly, um, yeah. at 7 in the morning or 7.30. So for the early birds, gets them out nice okay. and early. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it for the training cool, days and everything like that. Nice, nice. And I think I think I came to a, a Demi Striders evening probably quite a few years ago, I think when I started thinking oh this running stuff's great and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get faster I, I came to the club just to test other waters and see if I could I could possibly join and as it happened timing didn't quite work out for me but um yeah. I had really good fun and I remember it being a particularly very 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 difficult training session because there was uh, <laughs> yourselves um I can't remember if Matt Cheney was there that night um uh-huh. was really quick people around um but it was just great how, how everyone in the club took part in the same kind of routes and everyone just, just kind of did their pace and stuff. And yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I remember it being a really like about it Because we know that certain clubs um, train on different nights or different venues for whatever level they're at. Um, but we, yeah, we all train together at the same place. Um, yeah, which is really nice. There was talk, I think, before of pro- possibly splitting it, but no one really wants that. We, we like it how it is. Mm. Um, everyone trains together and that's really good it's like very very motivational and stuff and yeah yeah it seems it seems like you've got quite a good kind of social group um running there in the club as well because i've seen like your various prize giving nights and and and, and bits and pieces that i see on facebook and and on yeah. twitter and instagram and stuff is it quite a social club and stuff is it is it is it pretty good socially <laughs> yeah. very very social curry club. nights and drinks yeah. nights and, yeah. yeah every couple of months we'll have a curry night and then in between the curry nights there'll be drink nights um which always actually quite well attended as well it's, yeah that, everyone seems to get out and you know sort of get on together yeah it's nice it's nice to be able to because obviously we talk to each other after the training sessions are done or whatever but it's nice to um get together and we're not running actually so we can just be a bit more relaxed (laughs) that's really good you're kind of good seeing people out of their running clothes yeah (laughs) you almost don't recognize people when they dress normal (laughs) i was just about to say exactly the same thing i've seen runners that i know like through parkrun for like a year and then you see them out in normal clothes and you're like is that is that that person yeah (laughs) that's it Bizarre. I think I know Very who they are. Where do I know them from? Oh yeah. Yep. And and I promise you, all it takes is somebody to put a pair of glasses on, a sunglasses on, or something, and that's it. I will not recognise them. They could, they could, they might as well be in disguise. <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. So I guess it's fair to say that the, you know, being being members of the club and stuff has done wonders, wonders for your running. And I know Gary, you've had like a lot of good kind of podium success. Um, at various races and stuff over the years which which we're going to get into and stuff but have you have you got a lot of um silverware at home like trophies and 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 medals and stuff yeah oh yeah yes well, well actually funny enough when we um moved recently the heaviest thing must have been the medal box the medal box <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I, I had to because it, it's just a, a box that goes underneath our bed um and i had to kind of take stuff out and put it in separate boxes and bags because it was too heavy to actually any of us to carry um wow. so yeah but yeah and also obviously picked up a few things along the way which have been a surprise to me as well finishing <laughs> sort of high up in some races and getting the extra little trophies here and there yeah 
no, it sounds definitely good. It sounds like the you know being a member of the club and stuff is uh, you know and, and how your running's improved since since 2012 and in just eight years has been amazing. Because I know you've been running uh, quickly yourself, Gary, for for some time. So you've obviously taken to the running really really well and you're training hard. And Lisa as well, like following you on Strava. Obviously, I've seen like a lot of improvement with your running and I'm a bit of a Strava geek obviously with running geek I I like to go on there and see what people are doing and yeah you kind of follow people and, and see how they're yeah. going but you've had some really good results as well recently as well haven't you Lisa you've you've done pretty well yeah no I um I, I don't know if it was last year or the year before I had a real good spurt um I, I was training well but um mostly the thing that did it for me and improved my times was I lost a bit of weight <laughs> okay and my yeah, my times just came right down. It was really surprising. They've gone back up again now because, you know, I've put a little bit of weight back on, but never mind. I'll get there again. <laughs> Gary, watch, watch out. Lisa's coming for you. That's it. Oh, this is when she went through that really good spell. I probably wasn't most enthusiastic at the time myself. And everyone's saying, you better watch her. She's coming after you. <laughs> yeah. one. And you actually, she started picking up you know, various like, awards and stuff like that and picking up more sort of trophies and i've got nearly i think yeah <laughs> that's good well it was a good got, time <laughs> absolutely you've got your you've got your little treasure box i think it's most most pirates back in the day would have killed for a, for a box like that full of silverware but uh it sounds <laughs> it sounds great keep hold of it uh, good memories and stuff yeah definitely right so um i'll tell you what will be great would be to kind of draw some kind of timeline from your running so um i always normally start furthest away date so here we are 2012 um it sounded like you guys uh, both had some kind of gym membership and stuff and you're running kicked off on the treadmill and stuff. But Gary, if, if, if we start start with you, do you remember your first run or do you remember kind of any actual like foot in the ground decision that that's it, I'm going to start running or was it just in the gym? Um, before the gym, I think there was a time we actually ran around Creech Woods, me and Lisa, with her mum's dogs, yeah. I think. And I, I couldn't keep up with Lisa. Like, I hated it. I, I literally, it probably wasn't even about 1K and I'd give up. He gave was, up and I carried on I running. Like, I just can't do this. I don't like it. And that was that. And then I didn't, yeah, after that, I didn't really try again until Lisa wanted to join a gym. Mm-hmm. And I just went along just to have a look around, you know, just because we were out and about. So I was like, I'll come in and have a look as well. And I thought, you know what? It's quite cheap. I join as well. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, I got on the treadmill once I was in there and I just... I don't know. I felt like it, it got a really good workout from it. You know, you feel really like you've worked your whole body. Like, and I just got really kind of addicted every time I went in there. I was just like wanted to be running on the treadmill for some reason. Okay. And, yeah. And then after that, I mean, it did, every time I'd go, I'd run sort of every Sunday, I'd be like 10 miles on the treadmill, in which I, God, I would never do now because it's just, <laughs> it's just no. like forever. There's too many digits in front of you and stuff like that. But but yeah, then funny enough, after the gym, we we tried running again. We went outside, didn't we, one winter? And yeah. I couldn't really run properly. Like the speeds on the treadmill, I couldn't run outside. There was okay. something about running outside was always like a lot harder. But it it become more of a challenge, and it just become, as you know, like addictive. You know, you just kind of always trying to better each run, and yeah, it was just that was it from there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's safe to say, like. Um, pe- people say crack cocaine is pretty addictive, but I think yeah. running is probably like close behind it. I th- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, you could have worse addictions, that's for sure. 
Absolutely, absolutely, you could, and I, and I say that you know with with all kind of like I know I don't want to offend anybody who's had crack cocaine addiction, obviously, but uh, <laughs> it's um you know it is very very addictive, and you know you just the more you do, the more the more you want, I think, and it's uh yeah yeah I think always a lot of people uh, have the have a similar experience with running, and and w- which gym was that that you guys went to? Uh, one in um, Haven at the time I think it was called like Active for Less or something like that. Okay. Okay, just just curious. Not not one of the the bigger gyms or the Virgin Actors oh, or the Dave Lloyd's or whatever. Like, it's in like a little industrial kind of state. It's not the biggest of gyms, but it's just, you know yeah. it's got everything you need. Yeah, in it's it. just a small independent uh, gym. Yeah. It's now it's changed um, names now, so it's now called My Fitness Hub. Um, and we actually once we got into running, we ditched the gym. Yeah, because I kind of thought was a point in going to the gym to run off and yeah. get outside now. Um, yeah. So we ditched Good it point. for years, and then. I, don't, I can't remember why, but it was like, okay, I need to do a bit of cross training and weight stuff. So, so we joined again. So we are a member again now. Mm. Okay. And and Lisa, Lisa, did you start running at the same time, or or had you been doing a little bit of running um, since then, considering that you could um, outrun Gary at the time? <laughs> <laughs> no. See, when I joined the gym, I, I didn't really. I did go on the treadmill, but I kind of liked the cross trainer and the rowing machine. So I was doing different stuff. I think. I had some sort of plan that I followed when I went into the gym that the, you know, the trainer puts together for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would go on and do a maximum. Well, it took me a long time to get to 5K, um, but that would be the maximum that I would do on that. And it was and it was only because, um, you know, Gary signed up for the Great South Run and I did the 5K. That's the only reason why I started running more, I think. Okay. And that was that was um t- so 2013 was officially your I guess your first race you could say with that Great South Run experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, you so. did the 10 miles, or did I? Yeah, I did. I jumped straight in at the 10 miles. Yeah. <laughs> you did. In fact, I, you know, obviously for these shows, I have to do a little bit of research. I think I actually looked up your times. I can't remember, but we can. Excellent. All I remember is that was the the first time I'd done it, and it was, we had some tail end of a storm. And then I found out what the Great South Run was all about. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, <laughs> one of the <laughs> Yep, one of the stormy years. And I think, yeah, Lisa, that's right. I have got your times here. So, uh, Lisa, you for that 5K, you ran, which is obviously on the Saturday in the Great South Run, you ran 30.22. <laughs> yeah. And Gary, um, you ran, can you remember as a guess? Yeah, I think it was uh, 118.02, maybe. Do you know what? You you bang on to the second. Is I, mean, it really, yeah. I don't know why I always remember that. Uh, <laughs> see, I wouldn't be able to tell you that. He's really good at remember. I I can't at all remember That's that. That's because I have a lot of scores to settle with a great self run. Yeah, he does. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so obviously you were chasing that time afterwards. Yeah. So how did how did you guys find the whole race experience? So obviously the Great South Run's a huge weekend and it's just getting bigger each year and stuff. How was um how did you find the five k on the Saturday, Lisa? Um, it, it was really weird because we'd never been to anything like that before. Um, and we were really shocked at how big it was. Um, and that was just, you know, the 5k on the Saturday, as you know, you know, Mm. the next day is much, much bigger. Um, but it was really good. It was, you know, I think it was raining that day and I was drenched before I even started. Um, and yeah, but no, it, it was really good. You just instantly got a buzz for the race scene, I think. Just being in and around that area, but yeah. it just kind of gives you the yeah. Mm. Did you, Gary? You didn't run that 5k as well, or did you? Did you come down to watch and support? 
Yeah, I just came down to watch and yeah. support. Yeah, I, I, you couldn't do you couldn't do that in those days. In those days, it was unheard of to do five k <laughs> before a ten mile. <laughs> Maybe not so much anymore, but yeah, I I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering if anybody does. I don't know if I know anybody that does. There's got to be people who do the five k and 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 the ten mile. There has to be. I'm pretty sure. I yeah, imagine I so. I... I probably just wouldn't do it just because of the cost. <laughs> it's like one of the most yeah. expensive races around. Yeah, the 5K is pretty expensive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, just for 5K, it is. I think it's um, you know, it's a great weekend to, especially on a Sunday, we get all the crowds and the, you know, the support and stuff. But you're right, it's a big, it's a big cost. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But I like to, like you, you know, you've said before, I like to support as well. So I've actually turned to doing the Great South every other year. So every other year, I can go down just to support people I know so yeah. I like to do that too so. not me I just can't miss out <laughs> he, can't, he can't not do it <laughs> yeah there we go that's a great support again I think that's a fantastic kind of pattern to be in to go and, and help people out and, and cheer them on I guess do you when you go down there to to cheer people on and stuff do you dash from place to place to see if you can get to the place to see your runners uh, more often yeah yeah so 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 where's Absolutely. so what would you say out of out of seasoned out of seasoned uh, very experienced supporters where's the best place to go for the Great South? Oh, um, which is the bit long? Is it about seven miles? Uh, I think seven miles is that's probably where I see you actually, Dan. You hold up a sign by Canoe Lake. I think that's around seven miles. Yes, oh, that is it must seven be mile mark. That, yep. then. It must yeah, be I think about, it was probably about six. six probably seven, the Johnny yeah. Sailor pub that sort of maybe around there yeah, because there's a bit there's a bit on the corner where you can still see people going out towards um uh Eastney, I want to say East, yeah the Eastney side yeah you're right yeah, yeah. yeah um and then you can also see people finishing so you know for for me oh, where so I know just before the South Parade Pier basically yeah because where park run starts ish yeah because like obviously I know some faster people and so other it all depends on where people are in the waves as well of course um yeah. so then i can kind of catch two, mm. two it's quite it's quite difficult trying to spot people in that in those crowds i always think like okay this is this is fine i can i can see you like a runner 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 and then by, yeah. by the time the waves come it's just it's just a sea of an ocean of people yeah it, is, it is hard i mean luckily you know most of the people we're supporting are in their red shirts their demi striped shirts <laughs> that helps a lot yeah that does indeed yeah definitely at least you know what colors to kind of to look out for but then yeah. then you suddenly realize like oh there's quite a few people wearing red or there's quite a few people wearing green it's yeah. like it gets really really difficult but you and then so, obviously you're looking out for other people you know you know like yourself and, and other people that we know from park runs and stuff like that so it, it yeah. is hard yeah really really difficult but so you guys both had a, had a great weekend gary you ran a 180 which i think is a, a fantastic time for your first first outing especially coming off the treadmill um but you then decided, okay, cool, we're going to sign up again for 2014. And I wanted to ask you, Gary, was it a was it a very welcomed? Was it a gift that you gave Lisa to run the 10 mile the next year, or was it a, <laughs> was it a surprise? Uh, I can't actually remember. Did I just sign you up? Yeah, and, yeah you I just think I just me signed up. her up. I thought, yeah, you'll be all right. You fucking do it. You'll... Yeah. <laughs> I was probably going on the fact that she could outrun me around like the woods before. I thought, yeah, she'll be fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. And uh, and and how did that one go in twenty in twenty fourteen? And was it better weather? It yeah. was, yeah, yeah, it was better yeah. weather, yeah. It, it, it was good. Mm. Um, yeah, that that was pretty amazing. Obviously, the crowds and everything really get you round because I think I remember struggling from about seven miles, but it 
yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Really good. For me, from two, like this addiction thing again, from when I did it in 2013 all the way to 2014, I actually started training a bit sort of more, not okay. properly. I didn't join the club, but I mean, I was wanted to do better. You know, it made me want to go back and sort mm. of give it a better go. Okay, so, so so Gary, with that in mind, like when you decided that you want, you know, this running stuff was good and you enjoyed the race experience and you wanted to better yourself, how, how did you do that? without being kind of like in a in a club or knowing how a club trained how did you kind of approach them that that year of running that was again from the gym we met um actually we just spoke to the guy who worked in there and he, he mentioned something about nutrition or something and he, he put me on to this a woman called lisa funny enough yeah. and she was like a running coach and she drew up like this plan thing for me to follow and i, I, I kind of did that just training almost like training sessions on my own really Okay. Was, it was never easy. I'd go up to Clanfield and run up and down hills and just do like, yeah. And yeah. she she is actually who got us into yeah, the club. Yeah, she was actually a Demi Strider. She the was time a Demi too, Strider. Yeah. So it's ah, all okay. connected, kind of the gym, yeah. the club. And then, you know, kind of some of, she put, she was actually the one who first sent me to Parkrun as well, funnily enough. That's how I got into them. Wow. Okay. So all this fabric is kind of like coming together as a story now. So all being woven together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your, I'll tell you what, your 2014 times, uh, again, you're happy for me to share them. Uh, I did look them up. <laughs> um, and it was interesting doing this um, as an, uh, you know, as part of the interview because I, I, I couldn't remember which years I ran. So I looked up my own times as well. So that was that was nicely nice and refreshing. But uh, Lisa, you ran a 141.10, which again is, is amazing. And and obviously you said you struggled a little bit and yeah. you've probably run faster since then, have you? Um, my PB for 10 miles now is now 114. Wow, amazing. Okay, so yeah, when you when you look at nearly half an hour, you're like, wow, yeah. this, this running so stuff. Yeah, that was when I was having a really good spell. That's amazing. That's really good. And Gary, you went back in 2014. So after running 11802, I'm 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 tell you what, I've got, I've got the time here, but I'm going to test you again to see how well you know. <laughs> I, I think I do. Yeah, I think it was like 107.55 or something like that. Have you? Are you cheating? Have you actually got the no, website? I'm actually not. I, I've not. got nothing in my hands. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah. <laughs> okay, you're you're bang on again to the second. So um, I'm glad I didn't uh, organise any prizes for guessing this because I would have I would have been uh, yeah empty-handed at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. That's that's amazing. So you again, you knocked nearly what four? I guess seven minutes, eight, nine, ten, eleven minutes off your time, nearly. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's something. That's pretty much something. So, uh, so I guess after that, um, obviously knowing Lisa that you've just who you just mentioned who helped you with with the nutrition and stuff, yeah. uh, you were asked to join the club or you were kind of invited to come and join the club. So, so do you remember much of your first experiences at club at club night? Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> The first club night I went to, funnily enough, after the Great South Run that year, I was weirdly disappointed with that 107. <laughs> really? I know it sounds stupid, but I, I, I've just always had this like hour thing in my mind. Because he'd, he'd already ran an I, hour yeah, on, on the, the treadmill. treadmill. I'd, I'd always run 10 miles on the treadmill, like an hour and sort of 10 seconds or something. Wow. And uh, wow. I, I just had it real set in my head that I could do it outside. But again, running outside, I remember my calves burning and everything. Mm. It was totally different. But yeah, I mean, after that, again, I, I signed up to the Halen 10, which is a couple of weeks later, which is where I met you, funnily enough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was that that year? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. They were probably on the way around, like eight miles in or something. I was like speaking to you, so I can't even exactly remember why. But 
yeah, I just knew I could do better, you know. I just thought, right, I need to get into another race. And it was actually after that Halen 10, I'd met someone at the Halen 10 who had just come third, Rich Murphy, and he said to me, you know, you've got to come training. Because I think the Halen 10 that I ran, like 103, and that was only like a month later. Okay. That, actually, that makes sense. That makes sense because I that year ran a 104.14 or something, I think. Yeah, um, I think it was like 103.59. There was not much between us, I don't think. Yeah, I remember you overtaking me. And, and it's a funny story, that, because I, I I did laugh after that because you you started speaking to me because you'd seen, a, a, I think, a supporter on route. And you thought I was that supporter's husband, I think, or something. That's it. I said this to Lisa the other day. <laughs> and I thought he was Dan Bailey. Which he's a victory runner, like, and I, I kept hearing this name. It was oh, Dan, yeah. Good, it was yeah, a really yeah. good runner, and I kept thinking, is this this Dan? Like, you know, I didn't know anybody at the time that like, runs. Yes, okay, that and makes I kept sense. People saying, well done, Dan, well done, Dan. I'm thinking, oh, is this Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so much about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, yeah, because I remember kind of you saying you saw you saw my missus or something or somebody that I know earlier on in the race, and I was like, and then you ran off ahead of me, and I was like. No, I think I think he's got the wrong guy. Definitely, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was yeah, it was good. It was it was good to meet you anyway. You know, obviously we uh, then bumped into each other afterwards, so it was great. But uh, yeah, right. So uh, Lisa, you did you go along to club night the same night? Then did you did you pop along there together? No, I was no, like a running a... club. I'm not going to a running club. I'm really slow. I can't do that. Um, took a bit oh, of he he went a couple of times and he said honestly, it's not what you think it is. So I was like, okay. I think people have this vision that a running club, you've got to be good and and you you've know, got to be fast, and it's just really not like that at all. Yeah. Um, and it, it it was really good actually. Yeah. yeah That's good. Yeah. But now she's like the club secretary and everything. Like, look at that now. It's kind of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've just taken over as club secretary as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> well, is, is it congrats? I think it's just more work, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but, you know, it's That's okay. Good. That's really good. You know, we, I think when you're passionate about something and you're and you clearly are like you're deeply rooted in the club, I think it's great to, to, to take on a lot of those tasks and responsibilities and stuff. So well done. Yeah. Well, Gary says that, but he's actually the men's captain as well for the club. Ah, okay. All right. So, so you're secretary, and there's a there's a men's captain. So how how does a men's captain work in a running club? Then what 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 is what is what gets dumped on your shoulders? Well, I've kind of taken it on and think you know that I can kind of take a step back, and everyone else has to run the good times. <laughs> That's the way I view it. But no, but no, I don't know. Really, I'm just just kind of it's more for like the Hampshire League stuff. Yeah, that. it's more being encu- encouraging, um, you know, letting people know when when the you know Hampshire Road Race League races are, and you know how we're doing in the league as a team and and stuff like that, you know, and encouraging and and supporting the guys, um, that okay. that kind of thing. Yeah, is it is there any responsibilities that you have to take like during training sessions, or is that kind of still like a coachy yeah. type person? Yeah, that's still for like the coaches. Yeah, they yeah they we take have, on all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have like, official coaches that take the sessions. Okay, can I ask what the coaches' names are there? Like, is that okay to mention them more? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, our head coach is Gary McCauley, um, <laughs> who's just great and so supportive. I love running with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have Paul Welch, uh, Kirsty Aked, Ange Agate, yeah, okay. Martin Shaw. Oh my gosh, Steve Trevenna. So I think Paul Welch, I follow on Strava because that name that name rings a bell, and I think I've seen some of Paul's running. He's he's very good. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's good. Um, he done some sort of mammoth running thing like you um earlier. Was it this year? Last yeah, last one of these year? like Jurassic Coasty type things, you know, like fifty miles or whatever it is. Some ah. yeah, he done he done one of those last year. He's the husband of um my friend that I always run with, Claire, who I did the okay. So yeah. Cool, nice one, nice one. And I was going to ask, how how's club been um, with like during the lockdown and stuff? Have you have they had many like Zoom calls or have they like set any kind of interactive challenges or virtual races or anything like that? Yeah, um, actually, for the first um, couple of weeks it was quite quiet, um, and then Claire, like I said, my friend, she's now um, chair lady of the club, um, just said, you know, we need we need a bit of. So she started doing, um, so on a Wednesday night when we meet for training, we do announcements. So we read out, um, you know, the results of any races that have been done and stuff like that, you know, congratulating people on PBs and stuff. So she started to do that um, online. So as a Facebook Live um, and just saying, you know, look, if you've done any race type distances, you know, on your own, 5Ks, whatever, you know, send us the results and we'll still read them out as normal. Um, and then she set weekly challenges. Um, so the first one was the banana challenge. Yes, something to a banana, yeah. <laughs> so it was, um, you know, draw a banana, draw a banana with your root, or you know, people were doing all sorts of things. <laughs> okay. One of my friends went out running in a banana suit. <laughs> Brilliant. Why not? <laughs> um, at the moment, we're on Strider Bingo. Okay. So we've got a bingo card and um, we've got stuff like different challenges. Basically, yeah. So it, yeah. run the hills, run by a body of water, PB a segment, you know, stuff like that. Um, and it is really I, I think it's really helped a lot of people. Mm. So many people are getting involved in it. it. It's really nice to see, actually. That's fantastic. You know, I, I, I often say on the shows during during COVID, the, the shows I've recorded, um, that people are missing parkrun and stuff. But I think clubs yeah. are very much just as important. And you, like you say, Absolutely. a lot of people kind of rely rely on the club socially and it kind of you know, keeps them in good good mental health and good spirits and stuff. So so doing those kind of things, I think, keeps the club unit together. So it sounds great. It sounds really good what Demi Striders are doing. So Yeah, it has been. It has been really good fantastic can you can you like maybe each give me an idea of what your favorite training session is at club favorite training session um definitely not any sort of time trial because like I like park run and I like the 5k distance but pushing myself on it I absolutely hate (laughs) so not the 5k time trial um I like we do a, um, a session called the Mo Farah session um, so you start off by running, is it a mile? Yeah, it starts off at 1,600. 1,600 metres, take your recovery, your rest, then you go down to 1,400. Um, and so each time the rep gets shorter and okay. you like 200. So that's always nice. <laughs> Good. So it's almost like a, I guess like a, do you then work back up the pyramid or do you just break it down from the mile no, down? To no, yeah, just break it down. That actually works out quite a lot of distance actually. No, just it does, one. yeah. For a training session, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Mm. I guess yeah, yeah, it's a it's a mile plus three quarters of a mile plus half a mile. I guess it adds up, doesn't it? It Becomes like a five k yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, I quite enjoy doing the uh, kind of longer ones, weirdly, like um, the long, as in kind of like a fartlek type thing. Like, uh, like we'll do like an out and back, like eighteen minutes out and eighteen minutes sort of back. 
Okay. And that's kind of like a two minutes fast, one minute slow type thing on and off. Okay, cool. Quite enjoy them ones. And actually, another one as well is 200 meters because they are horrible but good at the same time. Because <laughs> they're, yeah, they're extremely painful but they're sharp and short. Yeah, exactly. It's just at the beginning when they say, oh, you've got to do like 20 of them. Oh, yeah, like God. that. Ugh. 20 yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, it goes pretty quickly. They're oddly satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. It's it's great to see. I mean, it sounds like the, you know the club you guys train really hard, and you it sounds like you get a really good mix of sessions, which you know, which is again is common common around the clubs. And yeah. I think there's a lot of people that like inject a lot of fun into the sessions, and I think mixing it up like that's really important to keep the interest level high as well. So it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sounds really good. So uh, Parkrun, um, I think it was about 20, 2014-ish that you guys uh, went to your, went to your first park run, and again you you know earlier you 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 hinted that you were invited to go along or you know hey here's park here's his park run thing come and come and join us with us. Okay, is, is it I guess it's safe to say for you both that like park runs become like quite a big part of your lives as well. Oh, massively, yeah. That's I'm actually quite, quite missing now on a Saturday to be honest I with bet. you because you, you get to see like just not even necessarily people you know really well. It's just you know. The familiar faces you normally say you know hello to and mm. just yeah it's, it's quite strange like not having it yeah it's really weird yeah G- gary can you remember your first one? Oh yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna test you on the time again <laughs> uh if uh, you looked it up <laughs> no i haven't i haven't actually all <laughs> uh, right i think i do actually know it from you know? <laughs> oh go on go on you're gonna have to t- you're gonna have to tell me now well it was 19 i think it was 1934 and it was at QE. Oh, that's a okay. Yeah, that's just yeah. disgusting. <laughs> um, well, this Lisa, she said about this QE. She said, "Oh, your closest one's probably QE. Go up there." Yeah, you know, I had no idea what QE was all about. Obviously, yeah. I didn't even think, you know, woods, hills, or anything like that. And I turned up there, and people were looking at me funny. They're like, well, they're talking to me like people at Parkrun do. They're like, "What? Well, this is actually your first Parkrun? Like, Why are you here? Why have you come here?" And I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking, what, what? What? What do you mean? Like, and they were like, you do know what QE Parkrun is all about. And I was like, no. And like, it starts on this hill here, and I thought, like, oh no, what has yeah. she done to me? <laughs> but yeah, in fact, I, I think I came third or fourth actually. And that, at the end, everyone out, everyone was like, bloody hell, <laughs> like, you're actually sort of half decent. I was like, oh, am I? I had no idea like what was good and what's not good. You know. Yeah, it it's to me. <laughs> it's such a hard course, isn't it? It's really tough taking on that hill you know i guess half of the hill the first time around and then they you come around realizing you've got to go up the entire thing uh, on the oh, second yeah. loop so yeah it's really tough lisa can you remember your first park run yes because <laughs> gary thought it would be funny to then take me to qe the week after he had done oh, it gary yeah. that's amazing that's exactly <laughs> the kind of thing i would do <laughs> so yeah so my first one was qe as well and you dragged your friend along as well Lauren. She can... <laughs> i did yeah yeah, she was not very happy about she it. She was not amused with me. But then that one, I actually came second that week. I may have been a little bit slower, but <laughs> I came second to a, it was a 14-year-old that won it. And they were all kind of ripping out of me saying, you lost to a 14-year-old, ha. And it turns out now that 14-year-old is actually Jacob O'Hara. So it's not actually a, a bad thing. <laughs> there, there we go. That's nothing to be nothing to be ashamed of at no. all. I don't and think anyone would mind losing to Jacob. <laughs> no, not at all. And uh yeah, obviously everyone, a lot of runners know Jacob. He's uh, he's a very very fast runner. He does very well with it. Um, somebody I'd like to get on the show actually in the future, which would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love so, to hear from him. <laughs> yeah. 
He's got a very interesting story and very, very talented, uh, very talented. Young. He's got lots of many other talents as well. Obviously, on his social media, he's um, plays a lot of music and stuff yeah. as well. Oh. Yeah. Um, so which uh, which park run do you guys mainly attend now then? Because I see you running Lakeside quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, we did get kind of, because Lakeside's kind of, it's, it's easy to park at, you know, it's quite easy going. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily, the, if people say, oh, it's flat, it's not necessarily the easiest park run, to be fair. No, I mean, it's, it's quite a lot off-road, and it actually does take it out of your legs a bit. Yeah, there's a few twists, and it, it's, um, you know, yeah. off-road, on-trail, um, so it can be quite tough. Um, but then they, there was some work going on down there, so they changed the route. Um, and not a lot of people are a fan of this route. So but the trouble was it was winter time and I think it was so wet there, and we just just decided that we'd just start to go to Haven every week for. Quite oh yeah, because that's so much better. No, but winter. yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's not so the out and back at Lakeside kind of mm. got a bit congested, which you know which is fine because at least you know they were able to put something on. Yeah, I think I think that was a thing that was difficult for for Rob and the team uh, when yeah. when those when those work started and stuff and. I remember I went I went round there. I think that was the week I was I was doing a long run around the islands, and I went round for a loop around the around Lakeside as well, just to say hello to them. Yeah. And I ran around the lake and then got caught. I had to be back home for some reason because I think I had to do the one of the kids' um, uh, 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 sports runs that morning. So I was like in a rush anyway, and then it was all fenced off. And I was like, oh no, I can't go back around the back around the lake. I'm going to be late. So I had to crawl on my belly in winter like, <laughs> un- under the fencing. Oh, no. <laughs> So I was like drenched and like covered in mud and stuff. Oh, I was like, oh, I don't care, no. whatever. Um, oh. But yeah, it's quite, it's quite funny. But uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a good park run and stuff. I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah. Do, do you guys get to do much volunteering and stuff at, at the park runs? Um, we've volunteered a few times, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, not as probably as much as we should. No, I must but admit. I have, I have done it a few times. Mm. We, we became kind of once we found out about Salsi Park Run after obviously doing QE, we became kind of addicted to that for quite a while. We would do it every week without fail mm, until yeah. obviously Lakeside turned up and it was like, oh well, that's closer. <laughs> yes, in fact, our, that was when I think that was a similar time to when I started going to Park Run and kind of st- trying to start taking my running a little bit seriously. And I remember the days where you guys would go down and there was John Sullivan as well. Yeah. 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 And I was always trying to cling on to you guys and never could quite hang on to you. Or you or you'd always disappear in the second half. Oh. That was kind of, he was probably half the reason I got half the sort of decent ish times that I got really. I quite enjoyed chasing him down. Mm. Yeah. Again, another good, another good runner who kind of like, I guess not, he didn't just disappear from the scene, but I think he went off, he went off somewhere else and uh, I haven't really seen him for, for quite a few years. Oh uh, yeah. I saw him at Lakeside not so, not so long ago, maybe last summer, but yeah, I think he's living in Bournemouth or something now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's great. Um, you know, it's, great to see great to hear your story like just for those first kind of three years and how you kind of went from yeah the treadmills of great south to to a club and then and over to parkrun and stuff so the clear, clear progress um in your running both together which is nice as well so it's great that you got kind of got to share in a lot of that and stuff and you get to share in parkrun each week as well which is which is fantastic yeah it's uh, funny we don't actually talk to each other at club or no. at parkrun i don't think <laughs> <laughs> We're too busy talking to other people. <laughs> yeah, you get you get to catch up later, and uh, then you get to share the stories of who you saw and and what gossip you heard and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Lisa, in 2015, you then signed up for your first uh, half marathon, which was on the Isle of Wight, which I'm assuming is very hilly as well. Oh my gosh, yes, seriously hilly, and it it came actually off the back of qe park run i think we were having a coffee or something afterwards and one of my friends he said to me 
someone had mentioned it and he went oh go on I'll do it if you do it I mean and he was a really experienced runner he'd done loads of marathons and everything but he just went I'll stay with you because he's quite a a social guy Mm -hmm. I'll do it if you do it and I just went oh okay And and that was it kind of and then went and done it and it was extremely hilly Anything. Was that the Needles half marathon, uh, half marathon, or was it just the no. other thing? No, it's uh, just ride. Just in ride, yeah. In ride. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. But it was extreme. But yeah, I was pretty happy with that because I'd only ever run ten miles before. I hadn't really trained for it, so I was I was pretty happy with it. Mm. Oh, lovely. The I tell you what, the Isle of Wight. Did you enjoy the race? Because the Isle of Wight's got some some incredible scenery. It's a proper gem for running. Oh, yeah, the yeah. views, yeah. the views are amazing. They really are. Yeah, I. <laughs> I stopped to take photos a lot, so yeah, we, we took quite a few photos on our way around. That's what it's all about. Well, it's all about the memories. I tell you, all about the memories. Exactly. <laughs> I still want to. Uh, I, one of my ambitions is to still run around, run around the island. So, which I think is about 63, 64 miles. I think. Ooh. Yeah, I've um, seen Matt cycled it, Matt Cheney, a couple of times. I think yeah, you're right. It's probably about 60. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, al- it's almost a perfect 100k, but uh, yeah, one one day it's on my list to do. So that's, that's an easy Sunday run for you, though. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> as as much as the rumours would say, it's uh, yeah, not 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 exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know many I have... people who just wake up on a Sunday morning. But you know what? I'll just go and do a marathon up and down Farlington Avenue. You know. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's <laughs> what becoming... was your thought process? I I keep getting asked about. That. I keep bumping into people, and everyone keeps asking me about that one run. So it's becoming a bit of a. A bit of a bit of a thing. <laughs> I've never even run up that road once. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah it's it's a pretty bad run. I think what I'll do is maybe uh maybe one day I'll do a I'll somebody can interview me and I'll I'll go into detail about how that was. But yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a very pleasant it was a very pleasant experience. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, and I don't ask what the thought process was because um I think like you guys sometimes you're just never quite sure what the thought process was, but. Uh, you yeah. just do it. <laughs> you just, I, yeah, you just do it, yeah. So you guys do travel across um, to the Isle of Wight. I think each year I see you guys going across there. I guess one of the runs on there is part of the the yearly runs that you do as part of the club because I see a lot of the damaged riders go across there. Yeah, this is the um, Ride Ten. It's usually February time. It's part of the Hampshire Road Race League. Ah, so, right, okay. So again, like the club pays for the travel basically for everyone to get over there. Mm. But yeah, it's a, it's always a good outing off it. I'm pretty sure most people only look forward to. They usually, we usually go into like a Weatherspoons afterwards, and you know the runs sort of like the inconvenient part. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people go for the sort of yeah. The, I do believe this year we couldn't get in anywhere for food, so we just ended up in a pub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's lethal. <laughs> but we didn't have much time because we had a certain time we had to be at the um. Very, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. So. But the run itself is actually really actually, it's hard. hard, but I actually quite enjoy it, to be honest with you. It's, it's not a, it's not hard, hard. I it mean, is. it is hilly, but it's not, I wouldn't yeah. say it's horrendous. <laughs> not like the South Downs or anything, but it's got, it's got, yeah, undulating, as I'd yeah. say. Yeah. 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 It, it, there's some bits in it that will test you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. okay, Gary, that, that year in 2015, you, I, I don't think you, did you run that Isle of Wight as well? Uh, I ran the other way half. Oh, you did. Okay, you did do it because I saw yeah, you I also it, wrote yeah. you re- you ran the Stansted slog as well, um, and you placed fourth in that race. Yeah, that was my first ever half marathon. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, how, how did you get on in the Isle of Wight half then? I, I can't remember that one actually. <laughs> That's actually oh. one but yeah, 
yeah, I think you got me on that one. But I think that may have been the first time. I must have done sort of half decent. So I think it may have been the first time I was part of like a, a team prize. Okay. Yep. So there was like Julian, I think maybe won it actually, and Matt Cheney was somewhere in the top five maybe, and I was probably somewhere around 10th or something i don't know but yeah the good old days yeah <laughs> yeah it sounds like uh, demi striders definitely uh did did they win that prize that year i guess as, as the team prize yeah yeah i think we yeah. did yeah okay obviously julian manning being a being a good scorer matt as well and yourself that's yeah. uh, good yeah. good result i think you i think you may have run i think i remember a 121 or something on that day is that would that sound about right? Could have been, yes. I honestly can't remember. Yeah, but it was uh, it probably was one twenty something. I don't know what exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good results. Lisa, do you remember your time from that day? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. I yeah. really don't. I remember it being a warm day. <laughs> it was quite hot. I, I imagine it was well over two hours. Okay, I remember my worst. My worst feeling half marathon was on the Isle of Wight. It was the Needles half, and uh, it was a hot day as well. And I just remember just cooking. I, I literally felt like I was yeah. a, 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 an organic being just being laid out on the cement cooking. It was awful. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember. It wasn't that year. There was another year we did it, and it was really hot. And I remember um, I was so dehydrated that uh, they they gave us sponges you know to wet your face down with and I literally considered sucking on this sponge because <laughs> I was that dehydrated yeah oh and ever that... since then if I'm running a half I'll always carry a drink mm, I mean yeah. not so much now but after that you know for a while I was like I can't go anywhere without a drink yeah good, good idea because when it hits you it really does hit you hard and yeah, yeah. You can... It can be the end of a race, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, tw- so, tw- so obviously, all these half marathons going on. So your your distance is now picking up, and you're you're very much embedded in the club, and you're you're kind of getting involved in winning team prizes and stuff. 2016 comes along, and Lisa, I believe that year you were you did the Wickham Whistler as part of your training for a marathon. Yeah, that's right. Um, that is actually something else Gary signed me up for was the marathon. Larry, what are you doing? Yeah, well, see, the the story was, I think there was quite a lot of striders um, signed up for it. And it was like, yeah, you know, let's go and have a great weekend. And it was like, oh, and I was umming and ahhing. And he just went, look, you're going to do it anyway. So he signed me up. Oh, this is the Kent. The Kent Road one, yeah. yeah. Um, So, yeah, Wickham Whistler, that was such a good run. I had such a good time there. I mean, it was... It was. The, I think that was the very first on the whistle event, wasn't it? Yeah, I was there that day. I, rem- I do remember. I it. know. It was, it was I've a lovely got a day. picture of you running with your kids. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it popped up on my Facebook timeline um, a little while ago. Ah, when, okay. When the memories come up, um, and yeah, the the events are so good for you know for long training runs. Mm. They're brilliant. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I I couldn't agree more. And they do they do quite a few of them now on different terrains and stuff, so you can get some hills in and flat runs in, and they're a really good format. I think you're right for for any long distance training, whether it's an ultra or marathon or yeah. whatever. Well, because you done your first on the whistle event, uh, the festive frolic, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And we did that as part of our ultra training, um, and it was one of the toughest runs I've ever done. It was round, so it was round Haven't Circuit, wasn't it? Yeah. And there okay. was yeah, a few hills. It's all off-road. 
Um, and I think we did just over 27 miles that day. And oh, it was wow. real tough. Um, but again, you know, the events, they're just so friendly. Everyone's really supportive. They're amazing. Yep. I've, I've had I've actually had Del Roberts, who's who's one of the one of the trio who runs uh, on the whistle on the show. So it was great to talk to him about kind of how it all started and things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very interesting. And like you say, really friendly, really supportive. And I love the wristband. I don't know if they still do wristbands, but we did wristbands for the Wickham whistle that day. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And I think I've had hairbands as well okay stuff good. like that yeah hair bands um but yeah the like you said just such good friendly events um one of the other guys that runs it as well kin and easton yep he's one of my favorite people i love him oh, he's awesome his hugs are the best uh <laughs> i'll tell you what when covid's when covid's over i'm going to be hugging everybody um <laughs> so I'll, have, I'll have to try out a hug from kiernan if he's if he's listening kiernan that hug's coming for you man oh definitely i mean we saw him um he was at the halfway point at the ultra and oh, yeah. yeah getting a hug from him halfway was perfect oh amazing amazing uh, G- gary did you do a, a marathon that year as well um was it that year no i don't think it was that year okay 2017 yeah it was the first time i'd attempted any kind of thing like that <laughs> okay so you were just dishing out the marathon tickets over there you're going run that marathon run that marathon yeah, no, yeah, right? I, don't, I don't really know yeah i guess i just signed you up just because everyone <laughs> else was doing it enough I, I actually when they all started i thought they're going to be ours i went and done the local park run yeah <laughs> he did brilliant as well make use of it us on here i actually won it as well funnily enough <laughs> hey <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, it's parkrun, isn't it? Um, there's there's no winning parkrun. Sorry, it's first uh, finisher. Oh, oh it's yeah. first finisher. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> kidding, kidding. You, you still won. You still won. <laughs> um, Lisa, with your marathon that that year, how how did it all go? And I guess like how did it go with regards to your nutrition and the weather and all the prep and stuff? Did you hit the wall? How did you feel at the end? Was was it a good experience? Um, the thing with that one is, uh, so after the Wickham Whistler, um, the Wickham Whistler was my last long run and that went perfectly. But after that, um, an old injury came back um, and I couldn't run for weeks. Um, so I didn't actually know if I was going to be able to start the marathon. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I saw my physio and she said, you know, I think you'll, you know, be okay. She strapped me up and whatever. Um, but the perfect thing about this marathon was it was laps of a, a bike track. Okay. And so it was 21 laps. So I just thought, well, I can go and start out. And if I need to pull out, it's very easy for me to do so. Um, and my friend, she was also in the same boat as me. So we just said, look we'll run it together um and yeah managed to finish it and it was the most amazing feeling because it was a bit like with the on the whistle events we started off with 21 bands around our wrist and every time we passed the finish you would flick your band into the bucket which actually was a lot of fun (laughs) Um, flicking off that last band and knowing you only had to go around once more was amazing it was so good it was really good. And the weather was perfect, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really warm. Yeah. yeah. In fact, Julian drove all the way up there and he comes set up a little portable barbecue. Was making egg sandwiches and stuff, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, but me and Claire took so long that he'd packed up by the time we finished. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. 
rude. That's such a good idea. It's like such a good social thing to do, like watching the cricket. Just bring a barbecue and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, and it was, it was really good as well. Like, you know, for you, your drinks and your food and everything. You know, we all set up a table, and it was just perfect. Mm. There's there's something like I can relate to with the wristbands that you were just talking about that, that race that that race does and. There's a there's a particularly long hill rep session that I like to do sometimes when I'm training for like a hilly ultra where I you know I have to do like a, a hell of a lot a lot of number of reps going up and down a hill similar okay. to the Farlington Avenue thing and what I do is I I'll gather some stones or some big rocks yeah. and I'll I'll lay them out in a long line so there's there'll be like 12 15 18 of them whatever yeah. and then each time I come back down the hill I get to kick a stone away so uh, you're almost like yeah, you're like almost like working down. And it's when I'm on my own normally because I need something to kind of. Uh, I, I almost start talking to the stone sometimes, you know, like oh, I'm looking forward to kicking you when I come back down next time. Just <laughs> next Mr. Stone time number eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just like little tiny things like that that make can, that can make such a big difference and like make a race enjoyable and stuff. So yeah, fascinating yeah. to hear. So 2017. Now, now you got up so keen to hear that you guys have been out to America a few times have you always been big travelers or did you go to America specifically to run a race in 2017? Um, no, well, you can take this one actually. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the America connection all about? Well, the American connection is actually, um, our daughter go, went to the same, well, our friends who are Americans, they, they, her husband is in the Navy, U S Navy, and they were sent to live over here basically for two or three years. It okay. turns out they moved to Waterlooville instead of staying right in sort of Southie area as such. Okay. And uh, their kid was the same age of ours, and she they went to the same school and got on really well. And yeah, you know, the parents met at like school. Lisa yeah. met like Kirsten at school. Yeah. And then I don't even think they were here three years. They were like two years, and they had to move back. Oh, okay. Right. And that, that was back in like 2010, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And, and they just said, you have to visit. And we were like, yeah, she said, like, anytime you want. Okay. Kind of like you, yeah. You shouldn't say that anytime you want. <laughs> so we've been there kind of like every year now since they've moved back. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't like um, do races the first time we went there, did we? Oh, we didn't know because we didn't even run. We didn't run there. Yeah. Like, okay. Just a few okay. Times. So you had been there before and stuff, and that's and get me right, is that near San Diego where you did your first run? Yeah, it's in yeah, in yeah, San Diego. It was yeah. right, yeah. It's actually called the San Diego Half Marathon, and it was it's right in the yeah. I think it was our friends. They said, oh, you know, you're into running now. There's this big race. You should come do it. And we were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's amazing. That that's so cool. What I mean, what's it like running in America? Where you know, I guess America is like the land where everything goes large and goes big and goes fancy and stuff. Is it is it like very different to running in the UK in terms of organization and feed points and all the support and stuff? um it is a bit it is massive um yeah it's, it, it's big um they start their races a lot earlier uh, than extremely ours extremely early the first time we did it was like 6 30 in the morning or oh wow <laughs> yeah I, I assume that's for the heat yeah it I, is. I think, yeah, I think so, so yeah, yeah. Which, which we were actually talking about it's just a couple of weeks ago like when we first time we did it and finished like i was finished and it was like it wasn't even eight o'clock and like, and she run like, a half oh. marathon it's like <laughs> still like 750 something <laughs> it's actually good once you finish because you've got like all day still but yeah yeah that's true um, the, actual, the, the thing i found weird about it is that you don't see the familiar races around here you see all your familiar club vests and stuff yeah actually it felt quite lonely yeah over there you kind of you don't know any of the faces you don't know any of the vests like even if i we don't we've done like a half marathon like maidenhead before 
and you just come across like a random Ferrum Crusader or something. You okay. Just make a point yeah. of going over and saying, oh, you know, yeah. with them down that way too, basically. But yeah, over there it was just none of that. So you kind of feel a little bit isolated as such. Yeah. But, it, it, you know, it, it was brilliant. You know, the route is fantastic. And um, so there's usually an expo where you go pick up your number and stuff like that. So it's all big. Like you said, it is big. Mm. Um, and there's low. You were saying about aid stations and that. There's loads. Okay. <laughs> Quite a few. I guess it's a bit like London Marathon because there's lots of stations yeah, on that, yeah. isn't there? Okay. So it's a fairly, fairly big, fairly big event. Yeah, and a fairly big hill, oh, about 10 miles. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is uncalled for. You did you did pretty well, Gary, yourself, didn't you? you, you that is actually it. where my half marathon PB still stands there, actually. <laughs> what did, what, you, uh, what did uh, you run? Well, 120.40. 120.40, wow, cool. And you I, were like, it annoyed me the most because it's the hill that slowed me down. Obviously, sub-120 has always been like... a not always, but like it's, it's an aim for like a half marathon. That was probably my best kind of chance, I guess, there. And that hill just took it out of me a bit and yeah. missed it by 40 seconds. It was kind of annoying in that sense. But I was still, when I'd finished, I'd, I was more amazed that, you know, our friend was on the finish line and that's like, oh, do you have any idea what position I was? I think I was still like the top 20 or something like that. And there was thousands of people doing it. That's great. That's, that's kind of quite good as well. <laughs> that's really good. Did you, Lisa, when you were like running in, in the race and stuff, did you get to talk to a lot of Americans then or was the actual race itself also quite kind of like lonely, like just looking around? Yeah, no, I, I kind of found that. Like, so here I'll happily speak to anyone in a race or, or something like that. And I found there if I randomly said something to someone, I either wouldn't get a response or they would just, I don't know. It's like they didn't know that I was talking to them. I don't know if they're as social as we are with running. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, maybe, one. maybe they were like, what strange accent have they got? Yeah. Oh, my it's God. English people. Like, <laughs> Australian. That's what they think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe they just didn't understand me. I don't know. <laughs> but I actually did have a guy, one or two people afterwards come up because we wore our club vests, obviously, over there. And they I asked him, what is than me basically or you know that's okay. kind of, yeah I was like it's a, a running club yeah it's kind of <laughs> trying it's a running to... club it's about it's about 24,000 miles that way yeah so I guess I guess running over there sounds like it's it's pretty popular and stuff obviously they didn't have park runs back then in 2017 but I assume there's or I mean running's I think running went through a massive boom in the in America in the 70s and 80s so clearly that's kind of like on the rise as it is here yeah yeah i mean in san diego there's people running everywhere isn't there? oh yeah but there's no it's, it's quite annoying with that actually because the, there's the, no the park closest park run is like san francisco which is like like thousands of miles well I don't know, yeah. thousands, but hundreds of miles away still mm. yeah mm. it could easily be as big there as what it could be here i think if yeah. someone kind of set it up yeah so you, you did you did quite a bit of traveling that year because obviously you, you went to America and stuff and then you got back and well I don't know if you which one you did first but you went to uh, Mallorca as well with the, with the club. Oh yeah. Yeah, fun times. Well, I was going <laughs> to say afterwards it was later in the year. Um, a lot of us did the half marathon and two people Matt Cheney was one of them did the marathon there which was two laps of the half. Um, so 
yeah, you had fun running with Matt for the first half, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I decided I wasn't going to be, you know, killing myself or anything. So I just ran with Matt for my half marathon. Okay, okay. I'm surprised Matt didn't do uh, the half marathon and then go and do the marathon because he does a lot of mileage, Matt. <laughs> I, I think he, he probably would have done, but they started at the same time. They started <laughs> at the same time, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, had it been like a day before thing, he probably would have done both. Yeah. Of course. Back yeah, in think- the day. <laughs> I always remember Matt doing. Uh, there's there's a day in the year where he does the the park run, then he does the uh, QE Country Park Run Hill Run during the day, and then he goes and yeah. does the Midnight Marathon at night. Yeah, uh, yeah that was the time as well when they did the Gravel Hill Five, and it's in between yeah, that too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the, what, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Park Run, Gravel Hill, Midnight, and I believe one day, oh, one year, yeah, yeah. he did Harting Ten the next day as well. Oh. Yeah. Which was about six. And Harting Ten is not to be sniffed at. That is a hard route. And he still like beat me one year, I think, after doing <laughs> that. Harting Ten. Yeah, if there's, there's somebody who gets a lot of mileage in his legs and he's able to, to, to run well all the time. I don't know how he does it, is is Matt. He's a yeah, very, very good runner. Yeah, I don't know. Great. <laughs> so so twenty uh, actually Gary, did you do did you do London in twenty seventeen? I did, yeah, yeah. 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 And and you know you I think you asked me about whether or not I'd seen you that year. I'm pretty sure we did, didn't we? We bumped into each other. Yeah, I was saying to Lisa the other day, but I saw you somewhere. Yeah, I can't remember which year it was, but I remember you saying that you probably weren't going to do very well, or whatever. And I don't think I was that enthusiastic either, to be honest with you. I'm not oh, sure what year that was, but it was. Yeah. It may have been 2017. I think it was. Yeah, I think I think that was the year I just got back from Australia and went. Um, I got back from Australia on the midnight on the Friday and then Sunday morning early. We were up, yeah, up traveling to the London Marathon. Somebody gave me a place. Oh. Yeah, that's um, right. I do remember you saying now you only got back a couple of days before. That was right. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It was it was horrendous. The experience was horrendous. <laughs> After a month on holiday. Because we've we've done that and only well we did half a half marathon a day or so after getting back from America and it was one of the oh. worst running experiences of my life to so to go and do a marathon after getting back from australia no <laughs> yeah do you know what I'd, I'd do it again but i probably would take it a little bit easier yeah, I, I completely I, I tried to stay with a few joggers who i traveled up with who were kind of all aiming for for sub three or 305 and that was it i just i was halfway through i was done i was cramping at mile 18 i'm thinking my, oh, no. my legs are so used to this distance. Why are they cramping? And it was clearly all the travel and, yeah. and stuff that just contributed to a to a blowout. But yeah, wasn't wasn't very good experience. Maybe I should go back one year and try it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lisa, 2018, uh, 20 in fact 2018, 2019. I can't remember which year it was. You took part in the your first ultra, the 50k. Yeah, that was last year, 2019. That yeah. was 19. That was 19. Okay, yes, of course. Yeah. I keep I keep forgetting which year it, which year it, it kind of happens because it alternates. But how how was that? Um. Yeah, it was good actually. <laughs> um. My yeah, me and my friend had this mad idea. I think it was more her idea to be fair. Um. <laughs> about running the, and it it was one of those things where you signed up for it about ten eleven months beforehand so you kind of forget about it because you go don't need to start training yet don't need and then all of a sudden you're like oh god I've got to start training but it is probably um I've never trained so well for anything before um what we did there uh we just upped the mileage each week we were doing we were still going to our training sessions but taking them a bit easier at the club nights but we were doing mileage before um the club sessions so we just 
took the weekly mileage right up um and, and it was just such a good experience I mean we probably didn't need to stop as much as we did but it was just so good because there were so many people en route like you were saying about um striders being supportive mm. they popped up everywhere and it was amazing a couple of them um rode alongside us for a couple of miles um so gary paul claire's husband and matt cheney actually um were riding around as well on the route popping out here there and everywhere and it was just it was just really good that's right um, i remember seeing i think i saw gary yourselves matt and and obviously paul who you said on yeah. i think it was at the east knee swimming pool and you guys were on bikes for the first time i was like i was like what's going on here what the hell are they doing on bikes yeah <laughs> and about two minutes before that they were, were just outside the harvester on eastern road and they were drinking beer so <laughs> <laughs> me and claire were fuming when we went past them and they were having a beer oh. like, what are you doing <laughs> i bet i bet it's actually now, a good day for us on the bikes yeah yeah yeah, Gary, you weren't tempted to do the 50k as well. Oh no way! <laughs> no way! I love it. I love it. Gary, come on, Gary. We've got it. We've. I, I'm challenging. I'm challenging you right here and now. Not next year, but the year after the Portsmouth 50k, or or one before. Exactly. He's got ages yet because there's not going to be one this year. So you've yep. got all the way till next year. Cool. That's it. It's just kids. That's it. We'll run it together. No, no, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no no pressure. For you. <laughs> Lisa, I, th- I think Lisa, I think what you should do is just pay back all those all those uh, free tickets that you've got and just just get Gary a present. It's got to, it's got to be, yeah, it's got to be the fifty k. Oh, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So 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 great. It's it, I tell you what's been fascinating hearing your story and obviously I realise we're we're nearly an hour and twenty into the to the interview, so I don't want to take too much more of your time. But right. I guess um, that was to be expected with two of us, though. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, look, there's so much more we could have talked about. There's so many good races that you guys have done, and so much silverware you've earned. And Gary, it'd be great to hear about all your all your your placings that you've done and stuff. But it's just it's just fantastic to hear your story, and it's been like. It's just clear to see the progress and just how much you're enjoying the running and how important it's become to you socially and how now it's involved in your travel plans and stuff. It's brilliant. And I was, you know, looking at the future um, before we kind of draw to a close. Uh, what's on the race calendar for you guys? Um, I guess not this year now, but maybe next year and stuff. What distances you want to do? Are there any particular races that you'd like to do still? Um, well, I think. There, there was another one um, in America that I wanted to, wasn't I, in April? Yeah. yeah. Um, because obviously we missed out doing it this year. That's a, that's one that's like along a beach, um, sort of. There's there's loads of ones in America actually that I've seen. That I'd like to go do. To, we've been to Vegas a couple of times. So I'd love to do that. That's at night that one. But yeah. Kind of... There's a rock and roll um, nighttime Las Vegas strip half marathon. Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. Which would be so cool. Um, but. I don't know. Other than that, it's kind of just, you know, the main ones that we do. Uh, I love all the local ones, Clanfield Challenge, Hambledon Hilly. Um, I was gutted that Clanfield Challenge is usually in May. Um, okay. th- those are my favourite kind of races. No pressure. Just out enjoying it, yep. Yeah. The kind of off-road ones I quite enjoy quite a lot, yeah. The cross-countries, which we do with the club as well, because that, that's another league, cross-country league. Those are all mm. good wet freezing cold muddy fun <laughs> yeah it sounds it does sound actually good actually that sounds really appealing i just I, I would love to go and do a cross-country race sometime so maybe i'll see you there in the future but gary any races that you would like to do yeah i don't know if it's, it's hard really 
to sort of say there's all of sort of, like you say the regular ones like the Clanfield Challenge. I mean, I'm kind of weirdly hoping that the Butzer Challenge is on again this year. Oh yeah. In September, because I quite I hate it, but I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I know it's one of those ones that you that you do, but as soon as the start line, you cross the start line, you're like, why am I doing this? Yes, no, you're like for God's sake, why? I've always convinced myself that the first hill is it's not too bad, but it within about yeah 200 meters you're like oh this is already hurting my legs. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah I just weirdly really somehow just enjoy that one, and the um I quite enjoy in June probably not again this year. I mean the South Downs half as well that's usually a pretty good one. Ah yes, nice yeah really good really good route again lovely it's just fantastic around that area love it. Yeah yeah, yeah. brilliant. Definitely enjoy them ones. Awesome. Well, that sounds good. It sounds exciting. I'll be definitely following Strava as I normally do, geeking out on a bit of Stravery uh, through the through the year and stuff, just to see what you guys <laughs> get up to and next year, um, and be following as always. But uh, with these podcasts, I don't know if you've listened to any in the past, but I always end with a few recovery run questions. Oh, okay. okay. These are these are very very quick fire, and I'll ask each of you, and it's just yeah, just a very quick answer for each one. So. Uh, and these, some of these will be quite odd. Some of them are not even running related. But anyway, let's let's do it. It's takeaway. So question one: It's takeaway night with a choice of food. What do you both order? Indian. Yeah, Indian has to be. <laughs> Great. And you're in you're in you're in agreement there. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa, Gary, what shoes are you both running in at the moment? I wear Mizuno Wave Wave Knit. I think they're called. Okay. Um, and I'm in. I don't know if it's Sacconi or Saucony. Sacconi. <laughs> So uh, Sacconi, yeah. Sacconi yeah. cohesions at the moment. Great. Okay, brilliant. Uh, what race? Uh, what's what's the best race you've ever done? Ooh. Hard one. I know it's a hard one. Oh, it's a really oh. tough one. I'm gonna say the San Diego half. Just. Yeah, I'd say that. But locally. Yeah, locally. Uh, oh. Clamfield Challenge. Cool. Oh, see, I love the Hamilton Hilly as well. So do I. Yeah. Clamfield Challenge, Hamilton Hilly. That's cool. <laughs> Two good answers. Uh, because this is the Portsmouth Running Podcast, uh, what's your favourite route in, actually, in or around Portsmouth? It counts, it counts wherever you are, that's fine. <laughs> favourite route? Oh, favourite route. I do like, quite like the, 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 you know, the beginning of um, the, the coastal. So from the pyramids all the way down to the bottom of the eastern road and, and back. So any anything coastal. Yeah, mine's okay. probably down the Hayland Billy line, funnily enough, and down to, like, the ferry boat in. That's not Portsmouth. You said around. No, no, that's cool. It, it counts. It counts. Damn. It's all good. Okay. Yeah, see? It's around. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the seafront ones too, though. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay, cool. So, yeah, anything with water beside it is, is obviously I can, I can relate to that. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, most... Okay, so I think we've discussed this already. Your most training, your most favourite training session. So we've already we've already covered that. Have you? Could you recommend a book or a film, perhaps maybe running related, but it doesn't have to be for the listeners. Oh, um, not a film, but what is that thing? Oh my gosh, what was that thing? What the Barclay Marathon? Yes, yeah, the Barclay Marathon. I know you met the guy, didn't you? That uh, does yes, Barclay uh, yep. marathons. I, I, people have to watch that. It's amazing. Laz Lake. Yeah. Yes, the Barclay Marathon, I think it's called. Yeah, I yeah, there is one. There's um, it's the Barclay Marathon, which is on. I think it was, or maybe still be on Netflix. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And if you guys are interested in that, um, out of out of curiosity, there is another documentary that's free on YouTube. Okay. Um, it's by a runner called Gary Robbins, and it's called Where Dreams Go to Die. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all about the sky and how he goes back to the Barkley over and over to try and finish it. And it is really good. You get to see more of the race and a little bit more detail about what goes on in those in that campsite and stuff. And it's yeah, it's really good. Really, uh, I would like to watch that. Actually, that sounds good. There we go. But yeah, really good recommendation there, Lisa. That's good. Gary, anything you've read or, or any film or anything you'd like to add to that? <laughs> he doesn't read. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can relate to that, Gary. I don't. I don't see that. I really struggle to get through books. In fact, I've just finished one that took me. It's taken me about six months to read the running <laughs> book. <laughs> I do about a page a night, and then I get bored. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good book. It's a good book, but yeah. <laughs> I struggle to concentrate on like things. Like but you don't watch a lot of TV, either, do you? Really? No, honey, kind of. Yeah, not sort of running related. No, not no. really. Okay. Forrest okay. Gump. Yeah, I've watched Forrest Gump. <laughs> watch that. You watched that for the first time recently. I did. <laughs> That's running related. There you go. Run for us, yeah. run. There <laughs> How many times have you been shouted that out of a car window? Oh, oh, my, goodness. God, yeah. oh my gosh. I know, right? yeah, especially teenagers on their bikes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I think it's hilarious. For sure. <laughs> and uh, lastly, I always ask this, um, you know, part of the reason for creating the podcast was just because I think that like down south and doesn't have to be Portsmouth. It's 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 in and around the Portsmouth area. There's just such a rich and, and beautiful running community with such interesting people, all with stories to tell like yourselves. Um, and I know running's had an impact on your lives and it means like a lot to you both. But So do you want to add, can you just add some some words or something that you'd like to say about the running community? Oh, I thought you said you weren't going to put us on the spot. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Hearing this. No, but you've kind of already summed it all up. You know, um, the running community, I don't know. You know, I, I can honestly say that joining um, Demi Striders is probably one of the best things I've ever done. Um, yeah, massive. It really is. Um, not just for my running, but for socially as well. It's been really good for us. Um, yeah because and like you said they're really supportive as well I mean when we did just anything you know but the ultra in particular everyone was like oh my gosh you're doing so amazing you're training so well and you you know me and Claire would be like you know we're not doing anything you know special that you guys haven't done but they just I don't know it really took to it it was really nice it's like everyone was following us on our little journey (laughs) That's brilliant. That's, that's 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 lovely to hear. It really is. And uh, yeah, I think it's kind of like really shone through the, how much the the club kind of means to you guys and and how much it does for for the community and the members. So it's fantastic. So and that, that comes to the end. So um, I just wanted to say thanks again. And I know it's been such a busy time for you guys. And I just want to say you're both awesome people. I love bumping into you guys. Uh, you're <laughs> great like friendly runners. Too. I'm always and, talking about you as well. Oh, he's done this mad thing again. <laughs> Uh, it's just brilliant so yeah thanks thanks so much again guys and uh, yeah look forward to seeing you again very soon so take care thank you for having us thanks